The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Larry Doesn't Play Here Anymore. And Ron McGoy, nice to see you again this morning after your trip to uh, to the Canary Islands and Spain and wherever else you went. Thank you, William, and uh, uh, hello to all. Good to be back in uh, town. Nice to see the clocks going forward, uh, the snow melting. And we were away for about pretty much three weeks. We did a, a nice sojourn uh, into Barcelona, and then we took an 11-day cruise that meandered down through Morocco and then through the Straits of Gibraltar and then on to some Canary Island uh, ports. Um, came back through the Canaries, and then we stopped in uh, uh, Funchal, uh, which is uh, one of the, uh, a Portuguese uh Island, and then uh, a stop in Madeira, which is, uh, and we went visited Malaga, and then finished up in Barcelona for three days, because we hadn't eaten enough on the cruise. We decided we'd have tapas for three days in in, in Barcelona, and what? All I can say is, um, we'll definitely go back to Barcelona, and and we want to see more of Spain. Great culture, great people, great food, and and unbelievable architecture. It was a, it was a fabulous trip. Well, it certainly went by very quickly, uh, certainly around here. It, uh, not that I didn't miss you, Ron, but no, we, no. Had, we had uh, just, uh, we've been very busy and things have happened around here that, that uh, are, are just really, really good uh, as far as the beachfront is concerned and, and so on. And we'll talk more about that a little later. But, yeah, I was getting, getting, are, getting caught up since I've been back. And, yeah. Uh, there, now, there's been some significant changes here at Beach Booster Radio as far as uh, the format with our, our different shows. Yeah, well, we, we, are, uh, we are now going directly to podcast with, with Larry and other shows like Beach Corner and uh, Business Speaks uh, with, uh, with Victor Miller. Those are all going directly to podcast now rather than going on air over the Internet. The reason being is that podcasting... Um, you can get podcasts anytime that you want, whether it's midnight or whether it's six o'clock in the morning. You can listen to Larry no matter when. <laughs> well, hopefully we're not a cure for insomnia, <laughs> but it really does make all the programming accessible at any time. As each show has its own loyal following, I'm sure. And if you are away, or if you, you know, Beach Booster Radio plays. I think the music's great. And, and I think it's a positive move, and it allows that that nice flow of uh, of music to continue, and also gives uh, you know the listener the ability to check out you know any of the any of the fine shows at their own convenience. Yeah, really, and you can go back uh, however far you want because it's all there Ooh. as a podcast. So very some, dangerous. Some the, we better yeah, be accurate then. Yeah. Some of the productions that, that you have made, I know, oh. have, have uh, turned out to be uh, okay, but some of the ones I've said, uh, maybe not. Anyway. We can always say, you know, if, you, if you're in doubt, check out the, yeah. you know, the February yeah. 26th. So just uh, what you have to do is go to beachboosterradio.com, and there is a little button there that you click on, and you go directly to podcast. And it's just that easy. I'm not very internet savvy, but I think I can handle yeah, you that. You could do that. I think I can yeah. do that. Yeah, and uh, and and the whole list of uh, of uh, podcasts are there, uh, and you can pick any one of them and listen to them. Well, I think I think it'll be received uh, uh, favorably, and and looking forward to being able to uh, be part of that. So you had a, it's been a bit of a roller coaster winter, just as we you know we're moving into. 
heading on to the first day of spring soon, and it's been, geez, one week it would be like, wow, it's winter, and the next week it would be like, wow, it's spring. And I, I know. I, well, we got a, a blast of winter while you were away. Yes. And it was really something. That was. Uh, I saw a Joe Bickerstaff photo, actually. We were online intermittently while we were away, and there was it looked like it was a significant snowfall. And by the time we came home a week later, and it was virtually gone. Yeah, basically, yeah, we said, get away. Get away, snow. We don't need this. We're not skiers, you know. Must have, that must have been predicated by the golfing community. Uh, probably. I, I guess the skiing season hasn't been great this year, although they do make uh, make snow. True. You know, it's, that is an industry that's obviously facing challenges due to climate change. I'm not going to say global warming because that will just... You know, inf- aggravate some people, but there are there is climate change. There's no question about it. And the, you know, to have a consistent cold winter with snow is I don't know whether that's going to be like that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It's so so we remember the winters when the snow was deeper and the, and it was colder and yeah yeah I, yeah. And we used to slide down the hills and icicles hanging out of our nose. And things like that. I don't think that happens anymore. Well, hopefully, with you know the uh, the motivation globally and, and the political initiatives, um, you know the changes are going to you know be changes will be made that will ensure that the climate does you know uh, settle down. But for now, I guess this is this is the the new reality. I guess so. We'll have to live with it. I suppose. We will. Yeah. Okay, let, let's talk a little bit about Valspire, the golf tournament that happened on the weekend. Yeah, an excellent paint company. Well, obviously it was. Did you see the, the, uh, the trophy that they gave out? It's a paintbrush, for goodness sake. Yeah, they really do a, a nice job of marketing there with uh, paint cans and the tee blocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think their slogan is it's the most colorful tournament. Talking about that, you weren't here, but uh, I held a golf tournament at Wasaga Sands, uh, a few years back, it was called the the Blue Pumpkin, Blue Pumpkin Golf Tournament, mm. and I remember we got all kinds of little pumpkins and painted them blue, and used those as tea markers. And very very creative. Yeah, well, you were you were trendsetters before our Valspar people. I know. I, maybe they got the idea from from me. I don't know. But about three winters ago, we were uh, based ourselves uh, in Spring Hill, Florida, which is. About an hour north of the Palm Harbor area, where the uh, the Copperhead course is there, and we we had an opportunity to go down to uh, um, to watch to watch around on Friday, and it was uh, it's very it is very unFlorida like golf course. Um, those that watched on the weekend, there's no palm trees, and there's well, definite, leaves all over the ground. Yeah, for goodness well, they had some they had some good wind, but it, yeah, it almost looked like fall golf. Yeah, and uh, it's a, it's quite an interesting layout. There's quite a bit of elevation, and it's just not your typical flat water hazards uh, Florida golf course. And 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 it uh, as you can see by your winning scores, there was no twenty unders. Uh, it, it scares a few of the the big boys away. You'll notice that some of the bigger names don't play that golf they course. Didn't play it. No. It's about seventy three hundred yards with all kinds of trouble. It's tight, and the wind blew, and it it provided a, a pretty good test for some very good players. So me, yeah. So so some of the players who didn't show up, who didn't play, they probably were afraid of the course. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, they, you know, when you get into the top ten in the world, you can pick and choose. Uh, it's nothing new about that. Some of the you know some players, you know, it doesn't fit their eye. They'll use some not excuses, but some reasons. Some valid. Some just 
You know, they don't want to go over there. They don't want to go there and shoot, you know, four over. Um, Adam Scott was not there. Rory McIlroy was not there. I saw um, Graham McDowell in his, uh, I don't know whether you saw this on the, on the internet, but he was playing in his shorts at, is it Bay Hill or? Yeah, Bay Hill over where the tournament is this week. Yeah, that's right. He was out there practicing, so he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't want to go to, to uh, Innisbrook. <laughs> but, uh, you know, once we, we after the Saturday round, uh, we had a, a, another compelling story of a Canadian in the final group. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and a very, you know, a very talented, in, basically in his prime. Uh, we're talking about Graham Dillette. Of course, he's 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 an amazing golfer. He's a good ball striker. But what happens to him on Sundays? Well, I think what happens. I think it was it was very evident. I mean, his 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 tee to green game was as solid as anybody's. He was ranked first, I believe, in driving accuracy, greens and regulation. But the flat stick exposed him. And, and you know, to say I followed his career that closely, I haven't. But um, NBC has a pretty good, uh, uh, pretty good golf crew, and they said, you know, it's it's the one thing that's kept him from the winner's circle is the flat stick. And it was very, very evident on the weekend. It was also almost painful at, at times uh, on on par fives, on and two and three putting. I mean, I thought in the front nine. Um, Bill Haas was ready to be taken down. He was all over the place, and and Dillette could have probably he could have picked up four or five strokes on the front nine if the putts would have went down. Yeah, but he went the other way, actually, didn't he? Yeah, he did, and yeah, it, became, it almost was apparent that he lost the confidence on the greens. And uh, I believe he finished. There were 70, 70 players that made the cut, and he finished seventieth. Do you think his putting is bad because he can't see the wall with his beard? <laughs> I didn't notice. Did he have a beard? I didn't notice. I, and, and here we are. Once you know, it's it's great. Uh, we are. We love our country. We love that we're different from our American friends. However, when we do, we we, we feed our own. Sometimes we feed our own stereotypes. Um, and he, Graham Dillette, made no bones. He he likes he likes a big beard. And, and of course, you know the playoff beards and the he's Canadian A. Uh, they gobbled it all up. Uh, yeah, Bill, I mean, golf is a game of tradition. We all know that. And I, I'm, I'm split right down the middle. I, I think I like a neat, tidy appearance, but I also like personality. Some, somebody characters. who's a little different, right? Oh, yeah, and you know yeah. what? He's probably a real down-to-earth guy. Uh, yeah. But, you know, when David Faraday, it was beautiful, beautiful uh, material for Faraday. He said, well, it's a good place to hide teas, <laughs> and you'd need at least three beers to soak it up. And, uh, he, yeah. and, you know, I mean, I think he finished fifth. Well, no, he, 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 uh, got, he got some pretty good money. There's no question about yeah. it. Uh, so, uh, but he, he yeah, just, he, I, you know, if you look at his record, if you look at the tournaments that he's played, it, it's always the last day that gets him. He he just cannot finish. He cannot finish. I, and how do we get him to play to play better on Sundays? Well, some of it's luck, some of it's talent, and I, they always say once you get the first one, you know, off your back, then things change. Yeah. Uh, obviously, confidence is a huge part of golf. We we play this crazy game and. Uh, it, it is such a demanding game. You're out there by yourself, and uh, it was a uh, it was good. It was a good tournament. I, now, I we, now, we, now we've talked about uh, Grandelette, and we've talked about Bill Haas, and Bill Haas is a really a nice, steady player. And, Very steady. And, you know, he really, I re- really like him, and 
but he messed up coming home, didn't he? Yeah, he 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 was. Uh, I I think he was lucky to still be leading. Uh, not lucky, but he 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 was. He he had some troubles out there. Yeah. He I thought he putted pretty well. Yeah. And the um, and Schwartzel is. Uh, He's a pretty talented fellow. Oh, yeah. No question about that. He's, uh, of course, a, a, a Masters champion as well. Masters champion. So, but that's uh, now he's got two tournaments in in North America that he has won. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So that's, uh, you know, that's only two. Yeah, it's been a kind of an interesting winter with the, uh, you know, there was much anticipation about the new Big Four: uh, Jason Day, Jordan Spieth, uh, Ricky Fowler. And Rory McIlroy, the new big four, which they've kind of been anointed, and deservedly so. And no one's really... And here we have Adam Scott, who's won back-to-back -back in Florida. Won two tournaments already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And ever, there was a lot of uh, so-called experts that were predicting gloom and doom because he was a long putter aficionado, and he's been forced to go to the other putter. But I think it's another mm. example of how good these guys are. He seems to have made the adjustment fine. Talking about uh, Adam Scott, uh, is his caddy coming back? Have you heard that? I don't know. I, I'm not really a big Steve Williams fan. Uh, and again, it's based just on, there was a poll four or five years ago, and the most disliked man in golf wasn't a player, it was Steve Williams. And that's from his peers. Um, I don't know whether it's coincidence that, because Adam Scott was, I mean, he's, he's a world-class player, but he sort of had a little bit of a down slide, and now he's back. And I know I don't know the story if, if Steve is um, coming back is, on the bag or not. Wouldn't it, wouldn't you be a little upset if you uh, were his cabbie, caddy in the in the two wins that he's had so far? Yeah, I would. And, and uh, from everything I've heard, Adam Scott's a pretty stand-up guy. Yeah, uh, he, is. he yeah. seems like a real yeah. seems like a real fine fellow. Yeah. So uh, hopefully he'll he'll do the right thing. But he's going to obviously be a big factor this year in the majors. Um, and and uh, NBC yeah, in there, but the but the rumor is that uh, that uh, Williams is going to come and carry his bag. You know? Oh, I hadn't heard that yeah, one. Yeah. But the other the big the big four it will all be there in Augusta. And, and and Jordan Spieth has had some. Well, he won the first tournament in Hawaii, and then he's had some less than stellar finishes. But they they certainly spent a lot of time yesterday focusing on the Spieth group with the the youngster, the other twenty two year old. Yeah, who, who, which was who, a nice who, story. Who was amazing, actually. Yeah, was amazing. I said to my wife, I said, "This this is a fourteen year old." I was shocked when they he was twenty two. He certainly yeah. didn't look it. No, but that's very interesting. There's two guys the same age, both quite accomplished college players, and one's the difference between you know almost being there and then being there in that level is. It's, it's there's an intangible there that I don't think I'll ever understand, but they're anyways they're off to Bay Hill. The Florida swing's just about done. They're off to Bay Hill and Arnold's Arnold's tournament this week. We'll have all the all the familiar faces will be there. Yeah. Phil and the gang, and uh, it's usually a good tournament. Yeah, that that is a good tournament, and uh, I, I guess Arnold tells everybody you better be there or else, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And it's. Uh, I also thought that I think they really. There was one really good comment. Also, did you notice that Johnny Miller even skips this one? Johnny Miller anchors yeah, that the NBC. Yeah, he wasn't there. He doesn't. He never does the Valspar. Oh, really? No, I, I don't know why. I guess he maybe he takes a week off, and that's the one he takes off. But they. Um, 
it was very apparent that the greens were a little slower than what they're normally used Every to. Every putt was short. Every, Every putt, putt was, was short. short. And I think it was uh, Gary Koch, who was sort of sitting in the Miller yeah, chair. He, yeah, he's very good. Too. He is very good. And he, he came, he said quite clearly, he said, these are the best players in the world, and they should have been able to adjust by the fourth round. Yeah, I would think A couple so. of practice rounds. Yeah. and Yeah. Um, but they're, very, uh, they're a very uh, sensitive bunch. And again, I, never being even close to that level, I suppose when you when you consistently play on these greens that are 11 and 12 in the stint meter, and then you, it drops down, maybe they don't want to adjust because that'll carry over to the following. I don't know, but uh, well, well, we'll see. Maybe in uh, this coming tournament, uh, everybody if everybody's be roaring it past, they'll be flying past the hole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, hopefully uh, we're gonna see, you'll see Mr. Dillette again this season knocking on the door, I hope. And Yeah, uh, yeah I hope so. I think, you know, it's fine having a beard. I, mean, I don't want to talk about the beard too much, but it, it's, it's fine. It's a scraggly looking but let's, thing. Let's, let's, it's scraggly. Let's trim it down. Let's make it presentable. And maybe he can then see the hole when he's putting. And know. he could probably get Gillette endorsements and all types of other things. He, uh, he certainly could. Maybe this is all a plan. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe he's smarter than we think. That, that boy from Saskatchewan. And the Dillette family, just in closing on the Dillettes, they're quite um, um, quite an interesting family. His grandfather, Graham Dillette's grandfather, actually is in his 90s and, and I, in my previous life I worked at a golf course uh, down in the, the Brampton uh, North uh, South Caledon area and next there was two golf courses one was Mayfield one was Bandy's Roost and they used to call him Old Man Dillette and his family ran the still do run the Mayfield course oh I didn't know that really mm-hmm. yeah so even though he's from Saskatchewan yeah I mean he, I don't know how it worked how he ended up out there but they uh, there's, a, there's quite a history with the Dillettes in Canadian golf does does it irk you when they make the announcement on the first tee that that Graham Dillette from Saskatchewan, Canada? Well, where did they think Saskatchewan was? You know, and and not only that, is there no town? Is he from Regina? Is he from Saskatoon? Is he from? Oh, I, I, I just think it from? speaks to you know, um, you know, the United States is fairly myopic. It's always been that way. We'll do a show on. Maybe as we get deeper into the spring, because apparently there's a political issue happening south of the border. Oh, is there yeah, I, I, I just think it's again, it's it's America focuses on America, and I'm sure they said Charles Schwartzel from South Africa, and they probably didn't even mention this town. Yeah, I know. Uh, I but we're we're them. a little closer. In south we're a little Africa, closer, you know, and we're a little more sensitive. Uh, talking about uh, little faux pas, uh, as far as announcing is concerned, did you happen to see the? It was last weekend. What, what tournament was that last weekend? Oh, last weekend. I think it was was that must have been the WGC event yeah, anyway, at, at the Trump National. Okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ricky Fowler was playing Jimmy Walker, right? Oh yes. And they were teeing off and. And Jimmy uh, Ricky Fowler actually was uh, had had the honor. Yes. And so from so and so in the United States, uh, uh, Ricky Fowler, and then up comes Jimmy Walker, and Jimmy Walker's ready to be in, uh, ready to be introduced, and he says, and from so and so in the United States. Jimmy Fowler. Jimmy Fowler. 
and Jimmy Walker turned around and he looked at the announcer. Oh. He says, oh, he says, excuse me, Jimmy Walker. <laughs> That's embarrassing. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. That would and, be embarrassing. Uh, I, and uh, I've done some in arena announcing with uh, figure skating, and I know that if you make a mistake, it's out there. You can't bring it back. That's much, yes. It doesn't live in a podcast, but yeah. it certainly lives in memory. Yeah. Are we going to talk anything about Blue Jays at all? Well, I, they're 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 swinging the bats in Florida, yeah. and um, they uh, can you know they're, they're they've they've. They've improved their team. I, I was listening to uh, Stephen Brunt on the radio driving over this morning, and they were kind of talking about the roster. And, and they, 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 apparently they feel very good with... They have some um, new blood in backup positions, and I, and I, I, I can't mention the names, but they, they feel they're a little better off um, in some positions with some people with some experience in the event that, you know, Josh Donaldson went down for a week or Encarnacion or Tulowitzki. And they... And I, I really think... The core of that team is still here. Yes, uh, David Price is gone and Derek Lowe is gone and um, there's a few other people have moved on. But if you look at the roster, the core of that team is still in place. And they, a lot of young players got a real taste of playoff action and pressure last year. And it's, I think it is true in sports. It's, there's no greater you know, experience than being there. So I think that they will be competitive and I think that... That lesson from last year will, uh, will bode them well should they get into the playoffs. It's a you know 162. She's a long stretch. A lot of it is based on health. You know you get a rash of injuries, you can yeah. scuttle your season. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. And they're um, um, they're you know it's going to be a tough division, but I, I think they're I think they're going to be right there. And I think it'll be a, a, another good season. It, it, there's a lot of talent on that team. Yeah, for sure. Now uh, Batista is getting a lot of. Reviews about his bat flip flipping that he did during the the uh, playoffs last year. Um, well, again, it's a sensitive thing. It's like Graham Dillette's beard. There's people that there's people that have a perception. This is the way things should be. You know, golf. You should be attired properly. Not a lot of facial hair. Baseball. Um, you don't don't showboat. You don't hot. You dog. don't showboat when you hit a home run. Right. Apparently, in the National Football League, it's a it, that's a. It's a mandate, <laughs> but it's, it's curious. Yeah. In baseball, it's not. Um, uh, and I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, could we could we take a little bit of the baseball and send it to the NFL for uh, after a touchdown is scored? Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, I mean it. It was. I, I think it knew it was gonna. It was gonna. You know, ruffle some feathers. Um, however, uh, you know, Pete Rose played with a little bit of swagger. I don't know where I don't know where the line you draw between swagger and then you know showboating and yeah. um, I'm sure that you know back in the old days in the early '60s or in the '50s and mm-hmm. you know if you did that you're going to get knocked down next time. Sure. Um, but yeah, Jose is uh, uh, they have a, they have a lot of decisions too this year. Obviously, they're, Encarnacion and Bautista are both their contracts will be up at the end of the year and there's going to be some decisions as the season progresses as you get toward trade deadlines and things like that um, I, 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 they'll, they'll probably lose one I, yeah I don't see how they can keep two and apparently 2017 is going to be a bumper crop for some big free agents Bryce Harper is coming up uh, they're talking about him maybe going to be the highest paid athlete in in history so there's you know 
you think about this year, uh, is sports sports is an interesting business. It's so predicated on you know budgets and salary caps. Apparently, you're looking at this year, but you're already got to start looking at 2017. Um, I think they're they got a good sound roster. They got a, I think they had a solid manager, and the the new front end office is uh, it's going to take a different approach. Russell Martin was saying he wasn't saying anything against Alex Anthopoulos, but he said he'd noticed an even more organized, analytical approach that's coming out of the front office that's spilling back into the into the way they were doing business that he seems to like. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, where, where where that goes. But, you know, David Price is now with Boston, mm-hmm. um, a division rival. The Yanks somehow, they patched together that roster last year with you know, binder twine and putty, and we're right there until the end. Um, it's it'll be a dogfight. I think it'll be a dogfight. Be, be interesting to uh, to uh, to look at this as as it opens up pretty early in April, doesn't it? Pretty early. In it April. does, and actually, you know, home openers could could coincide with first tees here in the beach. We're yeah. not sure. Well, let's hope. We let's we, hope. we we should hope. Uh, let's hope we'll we'll uh, we'll play rather than watch. So there you go. Uh, Speaking of golf, and, yeah. and on a local uh, on a local note, whilst I was away, I believe we lost a, a, a pretty uh, uh, a, a fairly a very prominent um, Wasaga Beach and Collingwood sports figure. Yeah, I'm saddened to uh, to hear that Don Westbrook has passed away uh, while in Arizona. Um, I, I I saw it on actually on YouTube where. The announcers at a Toledo hockey game uh, were talking about it, and I, I hadn't heard about it until then. Well, you, I, I've had the pleasure of um, working for Don at, at Twin Creeks for the last the last couple of years, um, and uh, didn't know, know him well. He was always a pleasure to say hello to, and um, I know he played in the senior league, and and you know him. Uh, you've you've had yeah, I've, I've played with Don, Don for years. I've, yeah, I've played with Don many times, and uh, and a real down to earth guy, uh, who played by the way in the International Hockey League and was a star. And I didn't know that until Neither I, I knew he I knew he played there, but I didn't. I looked up some stats, and he is an has an amazing record as far as goals scored and so on. He was a great hockey player. I noticed I was watching the same. Um, I think it was between period tribute that two of the guys. I think they're called the Toledo Walleyes now. I'm not sure what they were called back because I think Don played in the '60s and mid '70s. '70s, yes, yes, he did. And they they were running some numbers that uh, he was consistently uh, scoring. Leader. He, he could really put the puck in the he net. He played for about four teams. In the, in the IHL, yeah, yeah. and the IHL has been around quite a while. Oh yeah, oh sure. Now, does the IHL, in, in a hierarchy of things, uh, we have we had the American Hockey League, of course, which was always the, the next step to sort the of, NHL. Sort of a, you know, if if the NHL is a Triple A, then then the American Hockey League would be a Double A. Okay, and, and, and then the, the IHL, IHL would be an A. Was just below, uh, that. along with I don't know if you remember the old Quebec Senior Hockey League. Uh, and, and I can tell you all kinds of things about that. No doubt. Yeah, because uh, that, that was, uh, that uh, you know, Jacques Pl- uh, Plant and Jean Beliveau, who played for the Quebec Aces. Anyway, we're getting away from the story, but, but that's the that's the level that okay. Don was at. And that was great, great hockey, 
great hockey. Mm. And well, he'll be he'll certainly be missed by his uh, by his friends and, and members at, at the golf course. And um, well, I was certainly miss him. He was uh, a good friend of mine. And um, yes, life is Don, uh, life is unpredictable. Don, rest in peace. Absolutely. And that's another edition of Larry doesn't play here anymore. And look for us on uh, look for us on the podcast. There you Thanks, go. Bill. You're listening to Beach Booster Radio. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.